Hello and welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And here on the Newsreel, uh, we talk about current events in movies and in TV. So we got a little bit of some uh, news in the movie and TV realm for you in just a bit. But Ken was able to find our TNR question of the day. Uh, we still haven't updated that, but it's the best <laughs> thing that we got so far, right, Ken? <laughs> yeah, uh, I still haven't thought of anything better. Yeah, well, we're going to run with it for now. But our question of the day comes from Instagram. Uh, they pose a pretty cool scenario, I guess. It's by Marvel Lover MS, and they asked which que- which class will you attend? And it's like kind of different uh, Marvel heroes in there, kind of just to symbolize which class you would be in. There's mathematics, history, uh, religious culture, drama, gym, and health. Magic, technology, politics, and science. So on each one, like for example, mathematics, you got Tony Stark. Uh, In history, you got some of the old boys, such as Captain America and Bucky Barnes. In drama, you got Peter Parker, (laughs) because too much drama there. And then, like for example, you got technology, you got uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Politics, you got someone like uh, Rhodey in War Machine. So kind of, you know, different heroes to represent different classes so ken uh well what which class would you attend okay so i uh interpreted this as these uh these marvel heroes these mcu heroes are actually teaching the class so Mm. i mean we're talking about um we're talking about science science and we got like bruce banner as uh was a smart hulk Mm-hmm. Um, teaching, <laughs> uh, teaching science, and uh, we got Rhodey teaching politics, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And so initially, I was thinking about, um, I thought it would be pretty cool to attend a drama class uh, with uh, Peter Parker, but who am I kidding? If I, had to pick a, if I had to pick a class, I'm choosing that magic class because Wanda's teaching it, and I just like literally gawk at her. All the time, but I'd probably try to, you know, use a little bit of sleight of hand, try to figure out how to impress her or whatever, be her like, I don't know, be a teacher's pet, uh, be like her ace student or whatever, and uh, try to stick around after class. But uh, she'd probably reject me. But uh, yeah, I, I get it. Sleight of hand in, in magic, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I would definitely attend that magic class taught by Wanda Maximoff. Ooh, I would probably choose for myself uh, Jim and Health because that would be obviously you got uh, Black Widow in there, obviously. Ooh, yeah. And then you also one. got Hawkeye in there, but that would be such an interesting situation. I don't know what kind of teachers they are. I feel like um, Natasha's probably going to be the more stricter teacher than Clint. Clint is probably the one that's like, oh, go do your own thing type of PE teacher. But I feel like Natasha would be very much more strict. But, you know, either one, it would be fine by me. Plus, you know, there's that added uh, bonus of maybe you, you know, like you get to practice your archery. Exactly, man. Or uh, some gymnastics with Black <laughs> Widow or something. As long as I learn that one move that Black Widow always does, the spinner <laughs> spinning around guys' necks, that would be weird. Yeah, yeah, that sounds weird, but I mean, I, I would imagine you'd be pretty good at like, uh, I don't know, self-defense or something like that, mixed martial arts. That'd be pretty cool uh, uh, gym and health 
uh, class to kind of attend. Yeah, definitely the the archery stuff. That would be cool. Shoot eighteen holes. Uh, shot make all 18. eighteen holes. Yeah, shot eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Made eighteen. There you yeah. go. Uh, so that's our question of the day. And if you guys had any, any ideas, please send us all your questions. If you come up with your own, send us like your Instagram post, Twitter tweet, <laughs> your tweets. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we can answer them here on the newsreel. But let's jump into our first TV topic. And Ken, you're the TV guy on here. So, yes, I am the TV guy. And so uh, this week's TV topic, I actually uh, came across this uh, this bit of news uh, where uh, I guess Miles Teller is now going to be replacing Army Hammer uh, to play the role of Al Ruddy in the upcoming Paramount Plus series, The Offer. Uh, it doesn't really say when uh, that is uh, that will be released or whatever. I think this is still in the very beginning stages. Uh, I think they're still casting it. Um, you know the the show or actually the uh limited tv series uh but uh the offer uh the show will be a 10 episode limited tv series that will show the behind the scenes story of the making of the classic the godfather uh, which came out in 1972 it's a uh, widely considered as one of the best movies of all time and it will also tell the story of paul ruddy's experience as a producer uh back when the movie was uh was made and so my question to you is if you could do a limited tv series on the behind the scenes story of a movie of your choosing which would you, uh which movie would you choose dude the first one that popped up into my head is the dark knight because I feel like because of uh, Heath Ledger's death before The Dark Knight, there was, I feel like, very limited behind the scenes of The Dark Knight. Of course, we got some, like, I think just recently, earlier this year, they released some behind the scenes stuff for the Nolan trilogy. But I feel like there's still some stuff that they left out. Of course, you know, probably some respect to the family of Heath Ledger. And, but it would be so cool to see how. Heath Ledger formed that character of the Joker. Basically, that his Oscar-worthy, her, his Oscar-winning performance as the Joker. I feel like that movie is definitely in my top five movies of all time, if not top yeah. three. And so to see the behind-the-scenes of that movie, I think I would love to see that. Because you got the cast of The Dark Knight. I would love to see them how the, they kind of worked behind the scenes. Right. And plus, I mean, we're both huge Christopher Nolan fans. And I feel like if uh, done right, you could kind of get a uh, kind of a behind the scenes glimpse of how Christopher Nolan works as a director, you know, because I feel like there's a lot of aspiring directors or people within the industry, the movie industry or even uh, in TV that would love to be able to kind of gain a little bit of insight into um, how um, how. Uh, the creative process is for for a guy like Christopher Nolan because I feel like he th- he is one of the directors that always manages to kind of think outside the box. Yeah, exactly. Because you know his his stories are pretty crazy, and to juggle all that uh, as as well as like such a superstar cast, I think is pretty amazing. Yeah, I would definitely um I would definitely watch that. Uh, I would definitely um. 
I, w- I would hope that it would be one of those where it would come out weekly because I feel like a, like a story like this would benefit from, you know, that water cooler talk uh, every week. Uh, and you'd be, like, you'd be like, hey, did you see that one episode where they focused on, you know, like them casting Heath Ledger or, or you know, um, kind of the reunification of uh, like some of the like the holdovers from Batman Begins. You know, you could see, uh, you know, like people like Morgan Freeman and, and Christian Bale like, hey, you're back. You know, it'd be like, you know, uh, returning for a sophomore year or something like that in high school. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like it. Uh, there's a plenty of behind the scenes for Batman Begins because it is the first movie out of the trilogy and coming from the you know Schumacher era and into right. the Nolan Nolan era, I think uh, there's plenty of footage on that. But I feel like there's footage out there on the Dark Knight that we just it's just basically hidden. Right. That and it would be pretty interesting to see. How, like how that whole process because i haven't really haven't looked into it too much about the recasting of um wait what's her name um, uh katie holmes katie holmes uh for uh maggie gyllenhaal yeah i think she just wanted to do a different movie i think it was like scheduling conflict and she wanted to be the star of her own movie and she took a different role and obviously i wonder how they were able to come to the conclusion of maggie gyllenhaal because obviously they don't they aren't very similar <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can think of from, you know, obviously when it first came out in 2008, uh, because it was, uh, well, Batman Begins came out in 05. I feel like there was a little bit of a time jump because, you know, uh, between the time between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. And I feel like, yeah, Jack, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, I almost said Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal kind of looks like, an uh, I guess, a more mature um I guess, older version of Katie Holmes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I, but I, I just remember feeling a bit thrown off. I'm like, is, oh, is this a different girl? Because, you know, obviously in Batman movies, James Bond movies, Mission Impossible movies, it's like sometimes he, um, the protagonist falls in love and the next movie they're... Completely they're different. <laughs> completely different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Mission Impossible 2 to Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> I know. It's like, wait, what What happened to uh, Tendi Noon? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot her name uh, in Mission Impossible 2. It's like, what? Ethan Hunt's married now? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, if I had to uh, pick a choice, I mean, dude, uh, I mean, The Godfather is actually one of my favorites. But if I actually had to pick another movie separate from The Godfather, by the way, I would probably just do a some sort of free trial of Paramount Plus just so that I can maybe try to binge watch all the episodes. I'd wait for all the episodes to come out first because um, I think I, I'm already spending a lot of money on different streaming services. So I, mm. I, I don't want to add another one. But I would definitely try to watch this show because... I'm a huge fan of The Godfather. But to answer my own question, I would pick Star Wars Episode 4 because you get to see, uh, and, you know, I think I've mentioned it to you uh, multiple times. I I love that documentary of the original trilogy, but I would love to be able to see it kind of like stylized and see how uh, people would portray uh, people like uh, Mark Hamill, um, and you're talking about Harrison Ford, uh, Carrie Fisher, someone to portray uh, George Lucas, you know, in, during his whole process and everything. And I feel like uh, a movie like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, um, for a behind the scenes TV show to work on a, uh, on a, 
like an iconic movie. It has to be something that has a little bit of history. And I feel like Star Wars has so much of a history. And I feel like a, a, a I guess a streaming service or whatever that would do this would be Disney Plus. And so you'd have that Disney um, budget and they would totally just go all out for something like that. Yeah, freaking Star Wars, man. That would be crazy, especially in that time period. I think that would be a cool uh, little show. Basically, show a little bit behind the scenes about the same time, learn a little bit of history about Star Wars, especially in the making of Star Wars Episode Four, or, you know, just Star Wars. I guess it, yeah, it, it was just Star Wars before. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a New Hope later on. Yeah. Um, Plus, it would be that, pretty cool to see um, it in the 70s, you know? Yeah, exactly. And everyone's been saying Sebastian Stan for Mark Hamill or Luke Skywalker. Dude, that'd be pretty sick. I would totally do that. And um, I mean, they already were talking about him, what, playing him when uh, his surprise cameo happened in The Mandalorian. Yeah, spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, spoiler alert. Sorry about that. Uh, Probably, uh, maybe, we'll probably dub that out. Maybe. We'll see. Nah, if they wanted to see Mandalorian season two by now, they should have. It's been like, what, six months? Yeah, something like that. So, oh, well, sucks to be you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to hear my movie topic for today? Yeah, dude, I've been I've been curious about it. All right, man, because I told you about Aaron Taylor Johnson's casting as Craven the Hunter and Craven the Hunter is, you know, notoriously a Spider-Man villain. Sometimes anti-hero, but mostly a villain. Um, I wanted to ask you, how does this casting affect Spider-Man staying in the MCU? Because obviously Aaron Taylor Johnson, he played Quicksilver uh, in Age of Ultron. Then he died off. Then he got recasted, quote unquote, in WandaVision. Uh, but then now he's coming back as Craven the Hunter. So obviously with all of Sony's other stuff supposed to come out, like Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Morbius, it kind of seems like they're starting their own universe. So how do you think uh, this casting affects Spider-Man staying in the MCU? I don't think it'll affect it too much. Um, I feel like, uh, I mean, they already were kind of laying the breadcrumbs at the was it the at the end of the Morbius trailer when they showed um uh Batman uh shoot I'm <laughs> oh Michael Keaton oh, <laughs> Michael Keaton, Keaton the Vulture yeah as Vulture yeah, yeah yeah there you go I was I was drawing a blank but thank you uh but I feel like um I I feel like they have a roadmap um and that Sony I'm talking about Sony now they have a roadmap to create that Spider-Verse um where I I believe their ultimate goal is to introduce a Sinister 6 type um I guess universe where, you know, obviously the main protagonist is Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And I feel like they, they must've had those talks with, uh, you know, Disney and MCU uh, and the MCU and Marvel studios. And I feel like, um, they were okay. They were able, able to sign off on that. And I feel like, uh, I don't think, I don't think it would affect it because I feel like, with the success of Venom and, you know, the, it's it did well enough to do a, a a sequel. We got Morbius coming up and then we got uh, now Craven the Hunter and, you know, the possibility of a Spider-Verse introduced in No Way Home where it would 
potentially bring up i mean because doc ock is coming back alfred molina alfred or alfredo alfredo it's alfred right i think it's alfred alfred molina yeah alfred molina and then uh, there's rumors i don't know if this is confirmed but uh they're talking about bringing uh green goblin back uh what's his name willem defoe willem defoe willem willem so i mean i think it'd be pretty cool um that Sony d- develops their own Sony verse. I don't know what they would call it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever Spider Verse they want to create there. Yeah, I think that's what I want. I want to be hopeful like you and feel like uh, you know they can they can share Spider Man and at the same time create their own universe. But I feel like Sony's gonna get greedy and want to take Spider Man back and get full profits from Spider Man once again. Uh, and create their own Spider-Verse and then have their own crossovers with the Sinister Six and all that stuff. Because uh, I guess just the fact that they've kind of got greedy before. They uh, Sam Raimi was working on Spider-Man 4, but then uh, they wanted to rush uh, another Spider-Man. So they're like, screw it, we're pulling the plug on Spider-Man 4 and we're just going to make Amazing Spider-Man. And then obviously they rushed that as well try to get their own Sinister Six off the ground, and it all crashed to the ground. <laughs> so uh, I feel like Sony might get greedy again. I hope not. Hopefully these movies are good. That's the only chance of it staying, uh, you know, surviving, I think, if they end up uh, venturing off the MCU. Um, but I wouldn't be s- too opposed from it because... The MCU tie-ins into Spider-Man have been kind of annoying to me a little bit because mm. how Spider-Man's storyline always has to connect with Tony Stark or the Avengers. I kind of like Doctor Strange. On, Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of like when Spider-Man could stand on his own. So, in a way, it's a double-edged sword for me. I like that uh, he's in the MCU, and I do want him to stay. But the stories that we've gotten with him in the MCU sometimes have been um, kind of unoriginal sometimes uh, from just from far from home. They did it again. Basically it's like, Oh, you know, it's all about Tony Stark uh, and the Avengers and cleaning up Tony's mess again. So yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, here's a reason to be kind of hopeful. It's the whole distribution and, um, if correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like Tom Holland Spider-Man projects will, uh, you know, the at least the shared ones between the MCU Disney with Sony are going to be on Disney Plus eventually. Mm, true. Uh, man, that's that's a bit tough also. But you're probably right. That might, they're, they're still, you know, partnering up because I know uh, Tom Holland's in another movie. Uh it's a video game franchise called Uncharted, and Uncharted is a Sony video game uh, exclusive. Uh, so, and he's the star of that. So, who knows? Maybe that will end up on on Disney Plus eventually too. But we'll see. Tom Holland seems like he's locked in at Sony. Yeah, he he's definitely in high demand, and obviously he's. Uh, I feel like he's the prototypical. Peter Parker, because he's <laughs> even though obviously he's getting older and everything, but he's still like can play. He, he could play a, a wide range of ages. And obviously he's supposed to still be in high school 
and he, <laughs> he's still i feel like he could still pass for a high school student yeah that's i think that's what i like about tom holland i think he has enough range that he can play uh even if they were to do a time jump yeah i think he could still pull it off right exactly but man that just makes me want to watch no way home like now i i, can't, I, I really can't wait i want a trailer now you know when when a uh, no way home trailer comes out you know that's gonna be the topic <laughs> oh <laughs> exactly and they've been teasing us you know like they're like oh did you see that one uh social media post where they were talking about how oh here's the new no way home trailer and they showed like an actual truck trailer <laughs> yeah it's like come on stop trolling us now man six, six more months until the movie so it's gonna it must be dropping soon um the rumor is it's next week but i i'm not holding my breath all right i guess we'll we'll see (laughs) uh all right ken what are we going to be talking about uh on monday okay so this coming monday which is going to be june 7th we are catching up with the abbott family as they continue to survive life outside of the home they built against an um against unknown creatures that hunt by sound in a Quiet Place Part 2. And so Jeremy and I did watch A Quiet Place Part 2 in theaters, and we are eager to share our thoughts on the movie. So definitely check it out. Uh, a Quiet Place Part 2 is currently out now in theaters, and apparently it's breaking pandemic rep, uh, box office records. So it's pretty crazy. All right. As long as it's beating uh, Godzilla versus Kong, I'm happy with that. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously Godzilla versus Kong, I didn't like it. As much as some people did. Like me. I liked it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just A Quiet Place too. I feel like it's it's good. Directed by Randall Park. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Jim from The Office, right? Yeah. Yes, Jim. Like Asian Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's actually John Krasinski. But looking forward to seeing that movie and talking about it on Monday. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can check us out. Keep all up to date on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Weekly Real. All right. Until we talk again about more movies and TV, we'll see you next time on The Real. <laughs>